Hi, this is T. It's Joey. And Kwana. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, a music podcast where we discuss music as it pertains to everyday life. Morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. I'm T, and I'm here with my girls. And I'm Joey, and I'm here. And I'm Kwana, and I'm here. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us today. Would yes. you please introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Lisa, and I'm here too. <laughs> and Lisa, what do you, so what's your connection with Views from the Chicks? Well, my connection is that um, my sister, she is a part of the group, and I am actually managing the group, so I am here too. Yay! Yay! Let me be your man. Thanks for having me. It's yes. a family affair. Family okay. affair. Yes, ladies. How you feeling? Feeling good. good feeling great. We How are you? just came from brunch. Brunch. Lots of champagne. Flowing. <laughs> so this is going to be a special type of episode. Yes, it'll be fun. Liquid courage. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Who's feeling brave today? I am. I'm always feeling brave. So. Okay, well, let's see what we're going to get into today. Yes. <laughs> so what are we here to do? What are we talking about today, we, ladies? So the music scene right now is on a fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's crazy. It's a lit. Everybody's in their bag. Mm-hmm. I'm in my bag. Can we talk about what a bag is? Real quick? <laughs> yes. I a lot of talk about a bag. Is a bag $500, $1,000, $2,000, I mean... I mean, I feel like it's based on your pay grade. Okay. 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 So your pay grade may be, I don't know, your 40,000 bag, you know, 50K (laughs) bag, 80K bag, 100K bag, 300K bag. Go ahead. All right. I mean, you can have a bag full of coupons. I mean, you know, hey, that should come in handy when you at ShopRite. Yes, it does. Okay. You need some coupons sometimes. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves a discount. Hello. I mean, I may need a discount on my bag. A hot mess. A hot mess. I like that too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, since we discounting bags and raking them up, and there's a lot of things that's going on in the music scene right now. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we want to have a moment of silence for who, Joey? Avicii. Avicii. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but he's the one that made that song. So wake me up when it's all over. Yes. yes. He's very like big. He's very big in the EDM <laughs> electronic um, field. He's not the one singing on the song, but he is the producer mm-hmm. who made the beats and he passed away. They're not saying what it is yet, but it may be pancreatic cancer. cancer? Wow. Yeah. He was only 28, too. Wow. That's sad. Gone too soon. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Crazy. I know all my EDM lovers out there, they're... You They're know. feeling this one because yeah. he was at the top of his game, like yeah. the top. Wow. And people mm-hmm. are heavy into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Solange, remember, she had like a whole Twitter rant because she went to an EDM oh, yeah, concert yeah, with her son that. and she had an altercation with, with a woman. Yes. She had to get her correct. Yeah. Y'all remember that? Black oh, people okay. like EDM too, y'all. Stay woke. Okay. We be okay. there. Stay woke, not broke. Definitely. Yeah. I think he had, um, due to his cancer that he had, he actually took a break from performing and um, doing live performances for a while so that he could recover. He was very open about his situation on his social media, letting the fans know his condition and how he was coping with it or getting better. So it's sad. Wow. Sad. Yeah. Rest wow. in peace. Yeah, Definitely. In peace. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. This, this week actually marked, um, on another note, two-year anniversary of Prince's passing. Yes, I, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I know that touches you. Deeply. Deeply. That That's your big. It doesn't even feel mm. like two years. It that doesn't. Does not even feel like that. It's yeah. still kind of unbelievable that yeah. he's not here with us, you know? Yeah. And they ruled no foul play within his death. They did. They did. Yeah, they did. So he thought that he was taking, he thought it was painkiller or something like that, but it was mm. something totally different. The mm. dosage was wrong, and they're like, oh, mm. that's like unfortunate. Maybe the doctors made a mistake. Yeah, cause... made a mistake with the prescription, wow. prescribed him the wrong thing. He needs to have, I feel like celebrities, especially at that level, and you're so busy, you're so consumed with doing different things and different events, you need to really have people around you who are good care handlers because there's things Absolutely. you're going to miss, you're not going to be paying attention to because you're trying to get to the next show, the next yeah. book. And all you want to do is feel better Mm -hmm. so you can continue doing what you want to do. Right. So I think that's important when you're building your team, any 
aspiring artists out there, make sure your team is tight. Solid. Mm. Solid. As a rock. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So moving on along, Quana got some beef with someone. Who you got beef with, Quana? Mm, we all Tell got us about it, Quana. <laughs> we got Taylor, your back, Quana. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Taylor who? Swift. In the words of Cheska Lee on Instagram, nobody asked for this. <laughs> so Taylor Swift decided that she wanted to cover the song September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh. She had no business. No business. It was <laughs> no disrespectful. Right. That was borderline racism. How she that, Basically, that was racism. The way she did that, no. No. Really? It was so... Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. <laughs> you know what? Because I don't want my ears to bleed. First and all, I don't want to disrespect not, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I didn't go to like Spotify or iTunes because I didn't want her to get money off the stream. But um, The Breakfast <laughs> Club. Char- really? Yes, yeah. it was. And The Breakfast Club, on The Breakfast Club, they gave her donkey. Charlemagne gave her donkey of the day mm-hmm. well for that cover. So that's how I heard it because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go searching and listening well, to it. But he played a little bit of it and gave her donkey of the day. And guys, it is every bit as bad as you think it, it is. It is horrible. And let's get it straight. It's not the fact that, you know, it's someone who's Caucasian or whatever covering. It's the fact that it's Taylor Swift. Specifically. Because she and is just. And Swift about Taylor. Let no. me tell you. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It, just, was, hmm. it was basically an acoustic. Nightmare? N- mm-hmm. It was an acoustic version no soul, no beat, no. It wasn't meant for this, nothing. pretty much. Nobody. Asked that's 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 like that. our barbecue song. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. You can't do that. You go to the cookout. Are you kidding me? Don't take that from us. Seriously. Oh my God. Like it was. Did you guys see the video of the four black aunties listening to the Taylor Swift? Yes. <laughs> That's how I heard about That's it. That's how I was like, mm-hmm. and my face was the same expression because I was were, like, they looked very confused. confused. Oh, they grew up you. with this, so imagine we feel, mm-hmm. we feel some kind of way. Imagine them; they're just like, mm. they looked so I, confused. Mm. Like, so who did that? First yeah. of all, I don't like to listen or do anything that have to do with Taylor Swift because she reminds me of the white girls from high school yeah, she that does. look like their shit don't stink. Yeah, she does. She just has that look to me. <laughs> she just can't be trusted. She can't be trusted. Yeah, like that sneaky bitch syndrome. <laughs> That's what she gave me. No, T, I feel you completely. I, I agree. I concur. Completely. She's that white girl from high school that's super nice to you for no reason, but she talks about you behind your back. Mm-hmm. But in your face, she's super nice and to she'll you. And she'll be quick to play the victim. Quick when she to play the victim and shit. cry and Not cry say, and exactly. cry whenever she gets caught. Not saying that this is who she is. It's just with the perception where... This is probably mm-hmm. who she is. Stop it. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> History. Thanks. Horrible. Did, I feel like there was another person who got caught slipping this week. Ooh. Britney Spears. What'd she, she do? She did her. <laughs> did you hear about that, Quana? Yeah, she was doing something. She was what, doing the most, like always. What was it the video of her walking through her? No, she was singing Aretha? Aretha Franklin. Franklin. Yeah. Oh. And Twitter handled that ass. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And wait, they she had a filter on it. Let me tell you. Huh? Somebody took the filter off of it. What did you say? Well, trying it in trying 2018. Trying it 2018. Yeah, I guess. This is the season of trying well, it. But she did a video of her and her new boyfriend. Okay. And they were doing like some kind of Save the Last Dance-esque <laughs> yeah, they thing were. to um, Brown Skin. Yes, they were dancing to <laughs> Brown Skin by India Irene. I was like, I was what like, the fuck first of all, is going on here? To that. That's so <laughs> oh slow. Sorry, I can't. Wow. The like tomfoolery? That you, one? Yes. yes. You, they don't know. But, but you can't even I didn't dance. see a brown you skin in sight. Dance. You can't dance. You can't but that's dance. the thing. They can't. She can't. Britney can dance. Well, now Britney. Britney, Britney is a dancer. She's not a singer. She's a dancer. Mm. Okay, but so, anyway. yes, can I move right along? Yes, can yes. we get to something more empowering? Absolutely. <laughs> can we talk about our dude, K-Dot, winning Yay. a Pulitzer Prize? Congratulations, Kendrick. Woo-woo. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. So, I didn't know you could win a Pulitzer Prize for music. Yeah, I didn't even know, know what yeah. a Pulitzer Prize is, and I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm new to the radio cast. Hi, everyone. My name is Lisa. So I'm still <laughs> learning, and I don't know nothing about that. Can we do a quick little 10-second briefing on that for the... Um, the rest of the list. Who's the best in this? is usually for um, authors. 
Like, you ever seen on the books you pick up sometimes in the store, it's like, Pulitzer Prize winner, 2015 or something. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I assumed it was for, um, off, like, authors and books and novels and things like that. I didn't know you could win a Pulitzer Prize for music. I didn't know. Wow. I mean, I think they said that most people who have won it in the category of music, it has been, like, um, jazz right, and right. classical. Exactly. Not to this degree. Yeah, not rap. He's the first rap artist. I'm just curious as to how come, like, what made this one worthy of a nomination versus, like, something else he put out? Like, what made this one stand out? Yeah. Versus, like, To Pimp a Butterfly or, like, something else, like... What was it about hmm. this one that really got them like, you know what? We got to give him the award yeah. this time. I don't know what the... Um, criteria. Yeah, the criteria or the qualifications are. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe like what's happening right now in this generation and yeah. the time that we're in has something to do with it. Maybe like a little bit of an impact because people are being more vocal on certain yes. things. Mm-hmm. And especially black people were, you know, standing up a little bit more than we used to and and standing together and firm and his album speaks that Mm -hmm. you know so it was like a good time to show support of his message yeah and he fell into that era well i went on to Mm pulitzer.org to find out what the criteria is and there are no set criteria for judging the Mm -hmm. prizes Mm -hmm. the definition of each category are the only the guidelines it is left up to the nominating juries and the Pulitzer Prize board to determine exactly what makes a work distinguished. Mm-hmm. So it changes each year, I guess. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just up to a group of wow. people to determine what... There must be some black people on the panel. <laughs> Yo, Lisa, you, you are in my head. I just thought that. There must be some black people up on that Somebody's yeah, daughter put, put them on. <laughs> it's just like, let's just shake shit up and just add damn to yeah, it. And it's, it's called damn at that. What a statement. Damn. damn, period. Yes. Okay. Yes. A statement. But you know what's so funny about that album? I mean, I'm a Kendrick fan anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Good Kid, Mad City is in my top, like, five albums ever. Mm-hmm. Great album. Great album. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing album. So when Damn came out, you know, I love him anyway, so I'm going to be like, oh, this shit is hot. But it really took me a while to really love it as much as I do. Like, I think every time I listen to it, I hear it differently. Mm. I hear a lyric differently. And I think that's why people resonate with it so much. Because mm-hmm. every time you listen to it, whether it's a year after it comes out or two years out or whatever, it sounds different depending on maybe what's going on in the times, what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a different song is your favorite now, right. and it's it just it changes so much. And I think it's great. I think that's what a true definition of an artist is: someone who can make timeless music. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. yep. a timeless body of work will provide you with longevity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So keeping it right along, can we talk about what well, Quan and I? Did a little episode recap on Miss Cardi B, mm-hmm. uh, her her latest album. What's the name of the album? Invasion of Privacy. Yes, and there's someone who wanted to invade her privacy, <sighs> and the name is Miss Onika. Onika. Onika Minaj. I'm just kidding. Miss Nicki Minaj. She came out with it was Nicki Day last week. Yes, it was. Was on, it really? Because yeah. I didn't get the memo. Me neither. Well, I mean, Twitter got the memo. Twitter got the memo. Her fans got the memo. They said it was Nicki Day. She went on a whole media mm-hmm. media spiel. Hmm. I just. Uh, so how do you feel about it? Was she really upset? Listen, she was crying me, on an interview. Was much. it real tears? Let me let me tell y'all Did something. Real tears. Let me come give down. y'all some background. Okay. Please. The thing with Nikki, she's very theatrical. Okay. Mm-hmm. She this is what she does. She's very right. theatrical, actress kinda, you know. So my thing is, okay, you came up with the two records. I think they're dope. I like them. I wouldn't say I'm a Nikki fan, but those are dope records. You know, love, I'm gonna give her love that. Love the records. I'm gonna give her that. I only like one of them, actually. I don't love you all know, of both. I, I like, like them both. Chun-Li. I like Chun-Li. I like Chun-Li. Chun-Li, she like goes fucking hard. She does. But the I thing is... I amped as hell in the car <laughs> yes. when I'm driving home from work. <laughs> like, can call. Like, I yes. Love it. That's like mixtape Nikki. Like, I <laughs> fell in love with mixtape Nikki. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. Keep but, divulging. But no, but what I was going to say is, she has the interview prepared when the, when the two singles come out. If you watch it, she she was building up to it the whole time. She was like, and you know, like she's she, to me, she is the Taylor Swift of hip hop. Mm. Mm. 
she be oh, yeah. digging and digging and causing <laughs> stirring up all this shit and then mm. the moment that her wrongdoing comes to light she's like they want to make me the bad guy Chun Li like <laughs> what <laughs> but then at the same time she's still so quiet right like she's still mm. like don't really be on every single interview and every you know what I mean so when she yeah. does pop out and she does you know have to relay her message mm-hmm. she's relaying the wrong message and I just personally feel like 2018 is a time where we're preaching coming together holding hands and kumbaya right. and mm-hmm. shit and then she just completely went went against it went against especially it especially when you know Cardi she on her her ride positivity right now, and, and she could have took that moment to spread love and she did it in the wrong mm. year she should have did that shit in 2012 or 2011 <laughs> or something but or I, back when it came out when it happened the but situation I felt happened. that too I'm like she's so upset that Cardi didn't no, recognize her. Didn't recognize yeah. her. But little Kim has been asking for the same okay. shit that you didn't for years. You've you been out so here trying I, to drag Remy for how long now? So like I don't yeah. understand. People can look at your career, even when you were out with the pink wigs and all that mm-hmm. stuff. We Looking can see Harajuku Barbie. Yeah, we can see the influence mm-hmm. of Kim. But yeah. then it's like. You know, and Kim was upset because you weren't really giving her her props, but now you're expecting Cardi to? You expect Cardi to? Really? Something that you weren't willing to do? And I find it so crazy because, you know, little Kim was upset at Nikki, but Nikki was really arrogant about it. Cardi doesn't even have that kind of energy about it. She's just peace and love. She's peace and love. She's not even worse. She don't even care. She's Mm -hmm. like, listen, I'm blessed. I'm about to have this baby. I'm living life. I'm getting checks. Like, people love me. She doesn't care about that, but yeah. Nikki keeps trying to dig it and dig and dig. And Nikki is so like, talented that very talented. You know what I mean? She don't even have to. She don't even have to try to recognize someone to praise her. Right. You don't even yeah, need you don't, someone to do that. She doesn't need that, that validation. Right. So why yeah. take this twenty? Why take these minutes to speak on something when you rarely ever speak? And then you speak on that, right? But she's she's always quick to speak when it comes to other female beef. But let a dude say something to her, she's mum. She's quiet. She rarely really says much. Yeah. I feel, but I don't it's think easy. she said that much when Remy came at her. I'm just saying. Okay, Sheeta. She did. She th- I'm still waiting for a response. I'm okay. still waiting. She what, didn't say 20... nothing when Remy came Okay, out. it's 2018. I still get a response yet. So can All we... she talks about is her numbers. And it's just like... Her numbers okay, and her okay, money. But... But, it's like, okay. but it comes a time where accolades don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because we need... There's more to you than your accolades. Like, what are you doing for the community? What are you doing for the sisterhood? Right. She mentioned in the interview, she talked about Trina and how she has mad respect for Trina because... She respected Trina when she came out, and Trina's the only person who showed her love. Yes, you and Trina were on one song together. But, honey, that was the first time I ever heard you mention Trina's name throughout your whole career. I didn't know she was cool with Trina like that. Yeah, so what are you talking about? And you're supposed to be a role model or an example for these chicks coming up, and she's saying Cardi should have felt like, you know, um, a little bit more... Understand appreciative. appreciative and understanding of her being on the record. Like Why? anybody wanted to be on the track with Nikki because she want to be praised. She want to be praised. She wants and she wants Cardi really to be like Nikki paved the way for me. But yeah. it's like, and that's not what hip hop and music but is she about. She's not the first female MC to ever come out. Not so like she you, hasn't. You want to come out and be your own woman and not share, you know, who influenced you and who. But then it's like you expect people who come out after you mm-hmm. to do that. That's not how that shit works. Yeah, she might need to listen to Kendrick's Humble because I just feel like <laughs> she, she need a little bit of that. Just humble pie. Humble yeah. pie. Yeah. yeah. When she starts being humble and she starts being a little bit more authentic, then I will have respect for her. Yeah. But until then, I don't give a damn about your numbers. I just think she's digging too much because with the whole motorsport thing, she picked on that one little thing. She's like, oh, her energy shifted in that interview. But she didn't acknowledge the fact that Cardi also said, you know, when I heard Migos was going to be on there, Nikki was going to be on there, I was down with it because I was like, these two people are big artists. They're popping right now. Like, of course, I'd be honored to be on a track with them. She didn't mention that part. No. And Cardi she gave did, her the I personally feel like she did throw shade at Cardi when she had her original verse. She you know did what I mean? though. Like that was not to be taken lightly. You shouldn't have to speak on where you stand. Mm-hmm. If what you was know where what you did she stand. say exactly? She said something like I'm Vic Lombardi. If, she if said I'm if the... Cardi's the QB, then I'm Nick Lombardi. Lombardi. Mm. Which is, you know, Vince Lombardi, he is the top of like, yeah. he like owns the yeah. It's a freaking yeah. trophy now. You got to win the Vince Lombardi trophy when mm-hmm. you win the Super Bowl. And That's an MVP know player. The Migos or Quavo ain't going to put that verse on there. It's like, really? So you're going to take shots at not only, you know, not just the other woman on this yeah. track, mm-hmm. but 
the then, mother of my child. But so. th- taking things <laughs> no, a little do further. Your verse over. Yeah, but taking things a little further, also in the interview, she was like, I was very hurt by Quavo by not, you know, I, I sent him a text and he didn't, like, you know, have my back on Twitter when I told him to, you know, acknowledge the fact that I did change my verse for her mm-hmm. based on her manager. But then Coachella came along and then she was everywhere with Quavo. So I was confused. Do you have beef with Quavo or not? You were on the interview crying mm-hmm. about how he didn't have your back. And he said, no, nah, I'm not going to have your back because you're not my chick. But that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, too. She's so quick to be forgiving of the men, but she's so <clears throat> when it comes to the... Like a lot just, of women in today's society. Let's, yes. I mean, we'll save that for another conversation, but, you know, <laughs> yes. that's just what happens. That's what we... That's what we it know. happens. No, woman. there's a lot mm-hmm. of truth in that. But speaking of Coachella, I mean, Beachella. Beachella. Hey. <laughs> Can we talk about Beachella? Damn, I Get wish I was there the this year. Hey. I want the boots she got on, though. Yes. Yes. They fierce. Hmm. Who, who would have thought to pair a freaking hoodie with those kind of boots? Yes. Come on now. Only her. All Only that her. that uh, custom Balmain. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just wearing. try doing random shit this summer. Like just dressing like with boots and shorts. And you should. Coats and <laughs> the white chicks just, do it. I'm going to do no, it. No, they do. They do the Uggs in the summer with the booty with the shorts. <laughs> I'd be like, where are we? Are we hot or are we cold? Are we, I, I get confused. Is I'm like, winter? am I cold or am I hot? Is with a cup of Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks, mm, but we ain't gonna. But I today. love that oh, for Bate, yeah, for okay. Baychella, that she, you know, paid, you know, paid acknowledgement to the HBCUs, yes, with the drum line mm-hmm. and the dancers. And I saw that Beyonce's mom expressed to her, she's like, I don't know, this is gonna be a predominantly mm-hmm. white crowd. Right. Are they gonna get it? And B was like, No, let's do this. They mm-hmm. need to learn about our culture. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was perceived wonderfully. I think so yeah. too. I think the hype with the live streaming definitely helped because you know we've experienced it. We know what that crowd's like. Like when we when we went that year where Drake was on stage with Madonna, um, no one was singing the words. Uh, so we were just going ham singing so everything. What every, were they doing? Just everybody just there? knows that it's Coachella. Drake is one of the headliners, so they just want to be on the in. Like, you know what I mean? So there's people who waited forever and the moment he came out, they're just like That is so Yeah. Annoying. And we were just like, What the I feel like crazy. we were the and it's we what, went like so eighty percent white people. Yes, eighty mm-hmm. percent. And we were going so hard for Drake. I was just like I felt uncomfortable at a point because I was just like, why am I going so hard? You feel so like hard? you're doing too much. <laughs> and no one else, everybody's just standing there like they were starstruck or something. And I'm like, this is a concert. Like, let's get hype. Mm-hmm. That like, is so annoying because you know there's some some black and Latino and Asian kids somewhere who don't have the money mm-hmm. to go to Coachella to, you know, sing and see these performers. But you got these kids, these white kids who whose parents probably have the money and they're just going because it's a place to be seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you could, I'm sure there's plenty of people who are like, man, I wish I could go. I, like, I, I just feel like it. they were so fucking high. They didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> so they were not present. They weren't able. I mean, I was like, let's make sure we all the way present. I stand there for We stood there for 16 hours wow. to see Drake. We were in the front and I couldn't even feel my feet at the end of the day. But I stood there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give him all the energy I have because I waited here for so long. Yeah. And we did. Mm. We had an amazing... I kind of wish that time when he was performing, I was like, I wish I was in New York right now. Because if yeah. I was in New York... Mm. It's different. The crowd would have been yes. so hype. It makes wow. a difference. So I totally understand why Beyonce's mom would say something like that. Because having witnessed what that crowd is like, mm-hmm. up close and personal, like, I, I get what so she's saying. So they don't sing the songs? They don't dance along, I mean, some of them, but not... Some hands. of them are just doing whatever. They're not No, really... they don't do anything. You would think yes. that the person performing was sing- singing or performing in another language. You ever wait. saw you saw that um that clip that T Pain posted from his concert where the one white guy was that's, just like that's what a lot of them look like <laughs> like zombies they're just zombies. there <laughs> it's, it's weird zombies and then when the camera comes to them then they'll start like jumping yeah. up and down it's like all a front it's like, a front what? maybe it was that but I mean we've been but I was watching Baychella and. Mm-hmm. The people only started got getting live when, when the, the camera, camera came. came. But other than that, they were just standing there looking there. But like, she was doing deep cut. She was mm-hmm. doing uh, the Timberland remix of Say My Name. That's a deep she cut. Was like, unless my unless balls. you're a Beyonce <laughs> fan, unless you're a Beyonce fan like that, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're you know they're probably like. I don't know this song. They were like, what's going on here? Oh, single ladies. Okay, I know that one. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then she goes into Kitty Cat, and you're like, I don't know this song. <laughs> when she came out, what what did she sing? Lift Every Voice? What she sing? Lift Every Voice. They probably thought that was a new, unreleased Beyonce yes, record. I'm, I'm sure just saying. they did. 
That's they didn't crazy. Know. And you know what? They don't care. They're still going to listen to it. They're going to bop to it mm-hmm. the same way that they, <laughs> that Taylor, not to go back to Taylor, but she redid that song yeah. mm-hmm. in the same way that they was dancing to Brown Skin. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Brittany so. and her man. Brown Skin. Who is this? <laughs> India. She, is she launched? <laughs> I was so fucking confused by that video. I was like, why are they dancing to this song? It makes no sense in their living room. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. another thing that happened at Coachella, one of our favorites, The Weeknd, he performed some new music from his new album. Joey, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so yeah. The Weeknd came out with his new album. I think there's maybe like five or six songs on it called Dear Melancholy. The songs are dedicated to Selena after the breakup that they had. And during his Coachella performance, he broke down while singing Call Me By, by My Name. So, to be honest, I was a little sleep on him for a minute because I heard some rumors about how he'd be, you know. He'd be what? Well, allegedly, when he's in the club or whatever, they're letting people in. He'll tell the bouncers not to let in the dark-skinned chicks. He wants the crowd to Hold on, the weekend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? That's why I said I thought Mm -hmm. he, you know... Named his mm-hmm. album Melanin. What does he do? <laughs> Melanin. He, he limits. He limits the amount of melanated folks that comes into the. Maybe it was just one place. Allegedly. But allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. But isn't he black? But he's, he's African a, girl. But he's black. But that he, niggas from Africa. I mean, but then again, think of who he's around. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Bella black. Hadid. Selena yeah, right. Gomez. Bella Hadid. Selena. So what? allegedly, but I was like, mm, I'm sleep on you. But I mean. If the music's good, it's good. I like good. I like the song. It's Did good. Not know that. So I, I felt it, and I'm just like I feel. I feel what did he do? Pain. Call out my name. Call out my name. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. he was like singing about you know. I wish you waited a little longer before you jumped in. Let my, let my heart heal before you moved on. Basically, mm-hmm. is what he was saying. And I he think, sang that for Selena. Yeah, mm-hmm. she be putting a lot of dudes in like through stress. Yeah, well, she back like, with Justin, so hey. Oh, okay. She be stressing these niggas. Seriously. <laughs> She must hmm. got some good, good. Oh. <laughs> that sugar panani. <laughs> I'm just saying. He was on his knees crying. Just, he wasn't on his knees. He was just sweating fucking buckets. And he's singing in the microphone. Yeah. And then he squinted his eyes. And he was just like, Ooh, and his lip was quivering and shit. I got one thing to say. Good pussy would do that to you. Oh. <laughs> Round of applause all I got to say. So, but yeah. I gotta say one more thing. Uh-huh. Also, uh-huh. life has a way of humbling you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So be good to people mm-hmm. and treat them accordingly because yeah. life will humble you real quick. But yep. she seems, it seems to me that Justin Bieber for her is the guy that got away, like the one she can't get rid of. Mm. It seems that no matter what happens, they always end up back to each other mm. like a bad habit yeah. like a bad habit I feel like that might happen with Chris and Karuchi I feel like Justin and Chris kind of like mm-hmm. a bad little boy. bit on the yeah. same kind of level but she has a restraining order she got a restraining order and he like pushed her downstairs and yeah. stuff so hold on I Chris know. pushed Karuchi downstairs oh, yes. oh, yeah that's what she said in court oh, yeah. and I like she her in the new five, guy she has well, a hopefully five she don't year. go back to that but, <laughs> you know, just in case she does y'all I never just, saw that video of her getting in the in the in the van and he comes in and tries to pull her out no, the car she was leaving, scary. she was leaving the club with friends and he she was just like leaving so Chris is behind her she gets in the car her friend gets in the car and he literally swoops in and gets in the car close the door yep you know what Chris need? He need a hood bitch. Okay. Somebody Someone who will fight him, him up. up. Yes. <laughs> he be picking these little frat. Well, see, that's where he fucked up with Rihanna. Because she that West Indian blood was like, oh, you want to touch me? Yeah. I got something for that. Yeah. yeah but wow. It only escalates the situation. He just needs yeah. to be by himself. He just needs to exactly. get himself together. Yes. So, another thing that's happening with current events. It actually happened this past Friday mm-hmm. on 420. 420, as you know, is National Weed Day. Mm-hmm. It's also my daddy's birthday. Yeah. Check out our playlist. Happy yes. birthday, 420 on Spotify. Yes. yes Happy yes. birthday, Tease Dad. Yes. So, Friday was a great day. Why? Because none other than the great lyricist himself. The GOAT. The GOAT. The greatest of all time. Really? Really? Real world. The goats? Okay. Real world. No. Whole world. Okay. Hold on. You're going to have to let me have my, my Hold sign. On. I don't know if I want to agree with you on this goat I business. I don't give a damn. <laughs> but I don't I know will, about the goat. I don't give a damn. I don't know. I will stand for my man. But I, I do. I, I'm there. I'm okay. A fan, but I don't know about the goat. 
Mm-hmm. He's my goat. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the goat. The gods. The gods. Greatest of time. You know what? I like that. The gods. Greatest of this time. (laughs) Anyways, moving right along. Greatest of this time. I agree, I like that. GOTT? Yes. The gods. Yes. Plenty others before him. Go T. Go T. Y'all really trying to have me in my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So, J. Cole came out with his fifth studio album, mm-hmm. K.O.D. And yes. tell him what it means. I'm okay, so it. there's three different meanings of K.O.D., okay? Mm-hmm. It's kids on drugs, king overdosed, and kill our demons. Mm. And then he also said you can interpret what the last meaning of it would be. Mm-hmm. And all of you guys know who listen to the podcast, I am the biggest stand for J. Cole. I was so freaking excited when I heard that he was releasing an album on Friday. He announced it on Monday. And then he also had a free concert in New York, a mm-hmm. couple blocks away from my job. And I was contemplating if I should go there. And the literally sold out. He announced at 5 o'clock. It sold out at 5.15. So there was no way I was going to make it. Yeah. I was like, don't he know that? Why he do that? People work out here. We, I we work. live. I got a nine to five, okay? <laughs> a nine to six, actually. <laughs> Sometimes 7.30. I'm putting, I'm trying to pay Sally May off, okay? Mm. <laughs> don't he know? He just catering to these high school He out here, KOD and killing our dreams. Mm. Killing my dreams. <laughs> Anyways, so the album came out. It is fucking fantastic. Fantastic, and I don't, and I don't mean to say that because I'm a fan. I'm saying that because the body of work that this man put together in two weeks, two, two weeks, fourteen days, fourteen days, Hmm. and he don't have no whole bunch of writers. He's the only sole writer on every song. Mm. Okay, if that don't get a need a hand clap, I don't know what else needs a hand clap. Okay, because the man is busy and he works. Okay, I need a hand clap. I need an encore. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Hey, okay. And he broke the U.S. Spotify yes, record for Who'd biggest he be? Be? opening facts. Yes, he had 4.2 million streams. For KOD. Who came through with the fact book. Go ahead, boo. I have to. Not for my man, because, you know, people are trying to come for my man. And I have to get people together on Twitter. I have to get people together in real life. So I got to make sure I came with my facts. Yes. So the album had one feature. And his name was Kill Edward. Mm -hmm. Is that his alter ego? That's what people are saying. Yes, it is his alter ego. I called She it. did say that I you said You it. did? I did. I when said, you listened? Yeah, I told Joey. I was like, I think that's him. Because And it would make sense because in that song he said, he said no one's worthy to get any features. Yes. Beyond, so I was just like, that would make sense they if he had a feature. They to be on my shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So we're hmm. going to do this a little different. I have a question. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Who's Edward? <laughs> T, you know that? Maybe his Edward, middle name? Edward is his alter ego. Why Edward? And why he want to kill him when he, he don't do? look like an Edward. <laughs> <laughs> he don't. What he, he look, look like? like Edward. He look like a... A Jermaine. <laughs> to me, he look like a Brent. A oh, Brent? <laughs> yeah. A Brent Fayette? Yeah, yeah. Like Brent Cole. Like Brent's the boo. That's not... He, he looked like a or, Darius to yes, me. Yes, or a Damien. Or, or a Jaquan. Jaquan? I definitely see a Jaquan in his eyes. Yo, Jaquan was the shit back in the day. Oh, Everybody in the club getting tipsy. tipsy. Hey. Everybody. Like, like we are right hop. now. I like hood hop, but you know. Okay, okay so we're going to do this a little different. Okay. I'm going to ask you guys individually oh, okay. what you like about the album. Because mm-hmm. I want to get a different perspective because I can talk all day long <laughs> about my the album and what I like but I'm gonna finish it off and mm-hmm. just kind of keep it cute and sweet because I can talk and ramble so our guest of honor Lisa please tell us what you liked about KOD okay so what I like about KOD I definitely like the fact that he touched on a very sensitive <coughs> subject that is unspoken but lived every day mm-hmm. by a lot of individuals and it's just, I don't know, when I listen to the album, I get chills from it because wow. it's so, like, it's so deep, right? It's mm-hmm. that thing that you think about. It's like he's rapping from the subconscious mind where, you know, it's not like reality, but it is reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's things we think about but don't speak on. And I think that it was about time for somebody to really speak on this 
and especially that KOD, it kind of really hit home for me because I have a 12-year-old and she listens to all these young little little pumps and yes little pumps and little little yachty and yachty and all that and i'm just like you know granted she don't understand what they're saying but it's like they become brainwashed and don't even know it and programmed and they hear these terminologies and words and stuff that they're saying and it is true there are kids on drugs and Mm -hmm. it's like a popular thing and Mm -hmm. it's like you know definitely bringing more awareness i will say that it's definitely opening eyes and I just like the fact that, you know, he took us to that place and got people really thinking about what's happening right now in the music industry. So agreed. I will say that. Great analyst. Thanks. Analysis. Analysis, sorry. It's the champagne. It's the champagne. <laughs> Analyst. Y'all gonna have to excuse me. I'm gonna get it together in a minute. This is our third bottle. <laughs> um, Quana, I know he's not the greatest of all time for you, but um, I feel well, like you did appreciate I don't think I have a greatest of all time in my head, but I am a huge Cole fan. Same oh, way I'm a huge Kendrick fan. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were a Cole fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, always, like, I'm always here for him. He said he was, re- I was there waiting, like, mm, what time is it? Really? Um, yeah, I'm surprised. Really? Okay. Yeah. Surprised? Yeah. I feel like we never. I, well, that's because you be so be in love with him. Yeah, and I'd be girl. like, really, girl? Like, you'd probably just. I just be over. Sh- yeah, I'm overshadowing the whole conversation yeah. about Cole always. <laughs> so I don't ever let anybody no. else speak. No, so. I'm definitely a Cole fan. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you think about the album? Um, so, I really like the album. My favorite songs are Photograph. Mm-hmm. Um and 1985. Mm. Um, I think the album is very cohesive. Like I'm not, like I love a good story, and I can always count on J Cole to give a story and to say something, you know, some sort of message, something that he's trying to convey to his listeners. So I can always count on Cole for that, and you know that's right up my alley. But um, Photograph, I really like because, um, you know, having a younger sister who's 10 years younger than me, I see the effects of, like, Instagram and Snapchat and seeing these these guys or these girls on Instagram who seem to have a perfect life or seem to be perfect in a way. And you're looking at their pictures and you're getting this idea of who this person is and saying oh man they're so cool they're so fun they're so pretty they're so hot they're whatever you know whatever your perception is of them but then you forget that they're only showing you what they want to show you exactly so you're seeing these people and you're like oh man i wish i had her life her hair her skin her clothes are perfect oh my god she's so pretty she always has a perfect outfit but then it's like She's who is showing she? You, yeah, who is she? But mm-hmm. you don't know who she is. Right. She's only showing you what she wants to show you. She's showing you her <clears throat> outfit because somebody is paying her to wear it. Right. She's showing you her, her, her new wig because she got money from a campaign from another company and she got money to buy a $2,000 wig. You know right. what I mean? So it looks better than all the other girls out here and you're saying, oh, she's different. No, not really. Or she bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. or she's bad, or she's hot. So that that song um, for me was like, man, that makes so much sense. Like mm. people, you know, scrolling through social media and getting a perception off people that they they really don't know. You don't yeah. know people by a picture. You sure don't. And that's why another reason why I like to take Instagram hiatus because I feel like you could become so consumed mm. by the photography yes. and trying to emulate these lives that you're not really living. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. and I feel like. By me having Instagram at times, people have this fake perception of mm-hmm. my life, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have this implication that they are free to judge on what I'm doing and how I'm living. But you mm. really don't know how I'm living. I only give you my highlight reel. Yes. Yeah. I had somebody stop me and been like, oh, my God, every time I see you, you always somewhere, you always out and about eating good and all that. You travel everywhere. I'm like, I I just went to NOLA last year. I haven't left the country in like 15 years. Like, But apparently the way it looks on Instagram, mm-hmm. obviously it's not my complete day-to-day because mm-hmm. I'm not posting every day. Exactly. And it's like, yes, I am going to post like good things because that's what I want to post. I'm not going to post miserableness. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it. that's when it hit me. I was like, dad, you know, there's a perception that's built where people think that like I'm living this grandoise kind of life yeah. where, mm-hmm. you know, 
I'll get there soon. But, you know. Um, <laughs> then they just, really be mad. Yeah, All right. like, wow, you know, social media really does create a whole new you. Absolutely. Right. Without you even realizing it. So then, you know, like, sometimes I catch myself where I do need to take a step back and just really, like, you know, I don't, that's not the message I'm trying to send. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I do want to be a part of this generation mm-hmm. and partake and be, quote, unquote, you know, the norm, so to right. speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it, there are certain things that are expected, but it's like we do kind of have to be careful with the content that we post because we do share a message even in our pictures, even if they don't speak. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Other people speak for them. You yeah. know right. What I mean? so, that's very true. And that's why I think after... I think about a couple months ago, I started unfollowing a lot of people mm-hmm. and I started really taking, like, really thinking about who I follow and what I'm looking at when, when I am scrolling. Like, things that inspire me or things that just, you know, make me feel good. Like, I think if you're scrolling through your Instagram and you're starting to feel bad about yourself, right. you really need to take a look on who you're following and why mm-hmm. and be like, you know what, maybe I just need to put you off to the side. Right. Because if you see people who seem to have it together all the time, always perfect, always going here, doing that, you might start to feel bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's not even a testament to, like, someone's self-esteem. That's just if you're constantly feeding that to yourself, after a while you're going to start to be like, well, damn, I haven't had a vacation in eight Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But then it goes to show you that it could work both ways, right? Because mm-hmm. then you got people posting things who are just like super happy, doing positive yeah. things, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Inspirational. But then you You're got, like, oh, yeah. Okay. Then you got people who are posting negative things, hateful things, yeah. and just like they're depressed, they're sad, and really showing true emotion. Then it's right. like, do you really want to see that? No. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, you know. Where do you know? Where do you meet that fine line? It's yeah. like we just can't. We have to accept it all because this is reality. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get the good and the bad. It is a reality, and that's why I want to have some kind of sense of privacy. Oh, yeah. I wanna, I wanna go out and not be judged. I wanna have a good time and turn up and not be judged. And I don't have to document everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're just gonna have to catch up with me when you see me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see everything. You're not going to see how I'm moving. I want to move in silence. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel That's right true. now. But a lot a lot of people who are um le- leading actually like really successful lives, they feel like you guys don't get an invitation into this lifestyle because you didn't work for this. I did. So I don't have to feel obligated to share this with you. I'm just going to enjoy my life and not feel pressured to do X, Y, and Z because I know y'all probably looking at this either either one you're hating on it or, you know, I don't want to... Some people feel bad of sharing because they don't want other people to feel bad about yeah. not having that lifestyle. So they just ignore the social media and they just live their life yeah. exactly you know and that's one of the things that Cole mentioned on Twitter after mm. the album came out he's like thank you for the support everyone and I love the conversation that my work has invoked mm-hmm. that was yeah. the point of it all mm-hmm. so Joey what was your favorite part about the album um, overall from the moment that I saw the artwork I was already like okay I know that he's definitely going to be speaking to the youth about this and I think when he refers to drugs I think that he uses it in the literal and more so as a metaphor as well because he's speaking of like we just spoke about with social media social media is an addiction for a lot of people so that's a drug within itself mm-hmm. and then he has that song where he's talking about how we're talking about in the car right here how the kids and they're exposed to all of these things when they're young and how it shapes their future so it's shows that the exposure that they have, that alone is kind of like an addiction because it's what they're used to. So they just keep falling into these bad habits. Mm-hmm. And that kind of rolls over into an addiction within itself. Right. So I think that, I feel like the whole album was just a metaphor on so many levels. And it was for the kids to feel inspired and for us to also take in, maybe take in things that we've experienced through our childhood as well right. and how it is shaping our future. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, it's just great. Like, I feel like who else would do it the way that he's done it? There's there's a lot of rappers who talk about content. Like, we have the Kendricks and Drake on the occasion. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, we love Do Drake. we really have the Kendricks, though? I just feel like Kendrick There's only one Kendrick. Old. No, but, but who listen. Who is the Kendricks? Let me, let me talk. See, I'm someone who likes underground oh, music. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, oh, okay. there's, there's, they're out there. Yeah. They're they out just there. don't get a lot yeah. of play. You yeah. know what I mean? That's they have true. the Kendricks and the J. Coles who are, like, they're the quota for it, but there's yeah. people who are followed. They have you know, the logic. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're coming up. There's people under them as well. Yeah, yeah. why does not logic not have a bigger following? The, are people confused by his race? I am. This is the, okay. This is by his race. Not, not even just his race, but like which way is he going? Okay, right? this is my thing. 
this as a, as someone who likes Logic, I have a thing with him too because I feel like in a lot of his music, you cannot get through one song about him preaching about the fact that he is black and white. Mm. He, you you um. can't. He talks about it so much, and I mean, I'm happy, like you're, mm. you know. But yeah. I think, but Cole is half black, half white. But but it's you, a diff- I forget it's, that when forget. I when Drake I listen, is too. When I see Drake, Drake is too. Drake is too. I forget. You that. forget. But my thing is, I feel like growing up and Logic didn't grow up in the best circumstances either but I feel like he had an internal battle with himself because he doesn't look a certain way Mm. so I feel like that is clearly a struggle Mm. that he has deeply dealt with from childhood and he doesn't look like the the black guy he doesn't look like a white skin he he looks mixed J. Cole looks like a black you look at him and you think a black man you look at Drake you think a black man like Logic's a little nerdy He's looking and a little little, you know more than others Mm. so I do you feel like people can't look past that perception absolutely Mm. Absolutely, because he, I, I personally think he's a dope lyricist, and I feel like some people don't even give him a chance because he doesn't look a certain way. Right. He's well, I people know, think he's cheesy and corny, kind of. So. I didn't know Lil Pump was a black man. Who? Who's who? Who's, Lil Pump? I thought he was Mexican or something. You mean Takashi Six Nine? Yeah, no, they're not the same person. Boo. Two different who? people. <laughs> no, I know, but Lil Pump. There's Lil Pump, Lil Xan, Takashi Six Nine. There's a Lil Xan. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me go home. <laughs> Exactly. I'm going home. But that's who Drake, I mean, that's who J. Cole, ooh, I messed him up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's the liquor. It's the liquor. (laughs) Sorry, Champagne Poppy. (laughs) Champagne Poppy. You know. We're going to get to him. We're going to get to him. But that's who Cole was talking about in 1985. Right. right. You know, he, Little Pump was on a campaign Mm -hmm. that was like against J. Cole for months. And he finally. Really? Yes, he was Random. on Random. Twitter, on social. Was a campaign. He was a campaign. Y'all bored. Y'all so bored. Bashing Cole. Y'all are so bored. Get a hobby. There are some good books you can read. <laughs> there are some parks you can you know visit and go for a damn walk. Okay, go get a hobby. Y'all. Take a walk. But think Lil. about it too. People like Little Zan, their fan base is thirteen year olds, and what do they do after they get home from school? Go on the internet. Right. So all they got we all the, the time thing. in the world. We did the same thing. But not like them. They they on a whole new level, this new generation. Yes, they are. Like so they are the ones when you see people ragging on J. Cole, ragging about all these things, they're thirteen. Most of them are just talking shit. Right. You but know? the thing about nineteen eighty five that I appreciated mm-hmm. is Cole got all these little rappers together on I don't know how long the song was, three point three minutes and nine, 19 seconds. I don't know. Mm-hmm. However long. He got them together, but he gave them advice, right? He said, you know, this money's going to run out. Mm. Stop spending it on jewels, chicks. It wasn't just a bashing. It was like, It was a bashing, but it was an educa- educating moment for these rappers. If they listen. If they listen. I Well, Lil Pump came back with a response saying, you know, I'm just out here trying to live my life, enjoy the music. I ain't down with the lyrical shit. I don't really do the lyrical shit. Yeah, but this is someone who isn't producing music to be current. He's trying to have longevity, mm-hmm. and his body of work speaks for that. If you go back to any Cole song, you can listen to it, and you can gain some kind of content from it and, mm-hmm. like, actually makes you think. Something thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. But some, but a lot of these, like, little pumps and whatever, a lot of them, they don't care about the longevity. It's no. How can I get Fast on money. now? They're, they're like, they're they're like shippers. Fast money. Put me on now. Let me make some money, and let me just go live my life but that shouldn't they're like, kids themselves and think about them when you're young and immature you don't think about and you got, the long no game. you got these yeah. dollar bills floating in front of your face and you mm-hmm. I mean I don't know what their lifestyle is but yeah. you live in an XYZ town yeah. but but even like regular people like if I if I knew back then when I was like 19, 20 what I know now yo I would save every cent that mm-hmm. I had you know cause I was living in my I'd parents house Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Same. Living in my parents' house, not paying rent, but you just spend your money. You mm-hmm. buy clothes, you go yeah. out with your friends. You're not thinking about the saving future. in the long right. term, so I get it. And buying a house and investing in real estate. Mm-hmm. But he's, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, it's a diss song, but I would take it as an educational moment. It is. Any it rapper is. out there, he is giving you facts. He's telling you the secrets, he's telling you how to get it done, how to make it work for you. It's worked for him. I'll say one thing. I can go on and on about the album, but I won't. Um, the one thing I will say about the album is I love how J. Cole, and I said this to Joey in a text message too, just saying I love how he is authentic to himself. Mm-hmm. If anything that this man, you can't take away from the album or take away from his career is the man is always himself. And 
no matter what his career has taught you is that being yourself is enough. Mm -hmm. He didn't change it up, switch it up, add features, add change up the beat or did anything like crazy to go with the times. He's just been authentically himself. He produces his own music. He writes his own songs. He is himself authentically. And I just think that his career, his album just shows you just being yourself Mm -hmm. and being present in the moment is enough. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, not everybody is for everybody. No, and he's not for everybody. He's not. Even he, if he switched it up and did something more current, there's people who aren't going to like it right. anyway. So yeah. it's like, He's not about well. the fame. He's, he's not, not about, about the fame. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, and he's, he's about, about the message. He still takes the subway. People be all them random sightings of people. Yeah, yeah, random sightings of people, a, him on the bus. In New York? And, yeah, in New York. I it was in, in New York. <laughs> but because he can't, and he rides a bike. He rides a bike around um, Queens. He rides a bike from the studio. Just regular, regular, regular. But, but that's the thing. He makes, he's just like, I don't want this fame to consume me and make me think that I'm different. And he says in his song, like, the money shouldn't change who I am or shouldn't change who should. I should be. I will at least take a car. Why not? <laughs> Wait, speaking on that, does anybody in here watch Atlanta? Yes. I'm not looking at you because I know yes. you don't, T. You watch Atlanta, right? You do? Did you? That's are you caught show. up? You don't watch Atlanta? I do not. Oh really? Okay, I did you watch, watch? I don't watch a lot of TV. The okay. Did you watch the last best, the last episode? The best show on TV right now. Right creative. Now. The best show. The Teddy Beyond Perkins. Creative. The Teddy Perkins <laughs> episode. They did a horror film in thirty six. You know minutes. that was Gambino. I yes, know. I know. And I called didn't, didn't it know it. As soon as I saw, I said, "That's minute. him." I was like, "That's him right there." I didn't yeah. know it, but. I don't want to spoil it, but on the last episode with um, Paperboy, they basically talk about the price of fame Mm -hmm. and how artists who, you know, they're struggling for a long time, they get one hit record and then they got to juggle with this instant moment of fame. Mm -hmm. And it basically shows about how he's kind of like depressed almost with trying to juggle between keeping it real, keeping it 100. Like there's a scene where he's walking through his hood, neighborhood, trying to be regular. And some dudes are like, oh, Paperboy, you're dope. Like, what's going on? What you doing out here? He's like, oh, nothing. Just walking around. And they jump him and they Mm -hmm. steal his money. All right, let me just stop. Let me just. I'm gonna I'm watch. I'm gonna watch Atlanta wow. this summer. Watch it. But I'm gonna watch it. And all of the episodes, they connect sometimes, but they're all very different. So yeah. I mean, I feel like you, you could. You don't have to watch the yeah. whole series. You don't have to. But Atlanta is a, ep- a show that makes you do research because they drop yes. different hints that make you want to check. Like, is this real? Mm-hmm. I remember watching where you know he talked about like the shoe policy in the stores in the mall, like where yeah. they all the no chase policy. Yeah, no, no chase. chase. You're like, damn, is like, that that's true? a real thing. Thing. It is true. It's very it's true. I work retail you know. in the mall. I know. And yeah. you know, it's like, Dad, there's a lot of, it just goes to show you there's so many things happening mm-hmm. that we are just unaware Don't of. Know. Yeah. And that we have to do more research mm-hmm. on things. Not just that, but you mm-hmm. know, just research in general mm-hmm. to educate ourselves. Yeah. I think that's the message that it's trying to send. But that's why we need things like shows like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. We need rappers like J. Cole to mm-hmm. educate because, I mean... We pay all this money. My boo love J. Cole, though. Yeah, she does. Go ahead, girl. She Yo, literally, back, Atlanta yeah. is the best show on TV right yeah. now. Because creatively... Mm-hmm. And he what better... They, he needs to get another award for Emmy, that yes. Teddy Perkins alone. No, the yeah. Teddy Perkins episode alone yeah. is like... He's he amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I just feel like we wasting our tax dollars on putting people in, you know, in power mm-hmm. to... Because we don't see people like us. We don't have... So we need to rely on creative things mm-hmm. like Atlanta mm-hmm. and rappers and different forms of entertainment to educate the youth. Yeah. Yes. But moving right along, because we have some major announcements that also happened this week. Mm-hmm. A lot of album releases are yes. coming up. Yes. So I'm going to do a little rundown of album releases that are coming up within Go the ahead. next couple months. Mm-hmm. So we have on April 27th, Race Murder. Race Murder. I don't know how to say that. Air drummers backwards. I never know how to. It's what? It's air drummers backwards. Yeah, yeah. I never know how to say the Ray name. Shrummer. I say shrummed. I say shrummed. <laughs> and then also on 427, we have Post Malone. And then Ew. May 18th, we have. <laughs> What's the, what's the deal? Does he Fana? have dreads or braids? <laughs> he got, I'm he got a That's a shame if you have he to He got ask. a nook. <laughs> I did not know that he was the dude that made Rockstar. Party like a rock star. Party like a rock star. What are you doing? Oh, I'm older than y'all. How old are you? What year are we in? I'm just saying, I'm 1985, baby. Oh, just like Cole. Okay. No, he did. Um, you're about to make me sing it wrong. Yes. Fuck it. No, Y'all know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, and, and they play that song all, all the, the fucking time. time. And I'm like, that's kind of dope, though. It is, but I ain't know what's on. 
You don't know what the fuck he's saying. You're like, then you got you got good old Twenty One Savage coming through on there. I mean, I mean, sounded the same. He's the most tired rapper. He just be tired. Have you seen? I saw him perform at Made in America. I was. He was bored. He was made in America, and I was bored. I was like, I was like, can we leave? Like, <laughs> I could have did a better performance. He's sleepy. Mm-hmm. He's, He's tired. Wow. Anyways, moving. Yeah, along. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, Kanye West. Yeah. Good music. It, the roster. Hold on. Wait. You think you think that the whole um, TDE crew giving giving Kanye a little inspiration, trying I to think revive so. this good music. I think so. TDE going on tour. So Kanye like it's my summer too. Hold on now. Well, so I we have May 25th. Tickets. We have Pusha mm-hmm. T. We have June June 1st. Kanye West. Mm-hmm. We have June 8th, Kanye West and, and Kid, Kid Cudi. Cudi. Okay. June 22nd, we have Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. And then we have Mr. Champagne Poppy, which is to be determined. Mm, On the release date, Scorpion. Yeah, he just said June. He didn't say, say what day. I think he should come out the same day as Kanye. The same day? I think yeah. the same day. So wait, what is the two day. labels? Why? It's TDE and what's the other one? Good, Good, Good music. music. Okay, so this kind of reminds me of like Rockefeller Cash Money back in the day. Mm. Yeah, they I were remember that. Like head to head a little that. bit, yes. and we need that because we've been more familiar with artists, not so that record much label, record, mm-hmm. record label, right? So we kind of need to take that back and like know who's with who because mm-hmm. I have no idea. So that's good. TDE's roster is crazy. 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 You know, SZA was on Instagram the other day. She was apologizing for her Coachella, Coachella performance. Was yes. it that bad? It was, I didn't see it. But it was bad, yes. What there happened was, exactly, she said? There said. was something going on. I don't know if it was the music or she maybe had a cold, but her voice was not up mm. to par. So I think a lot of people were upset that she, like, the singing wasn't good. I don't know if she was sick or something. But, um, yeah, a lot of people were not happy with her voice. Yeah. She's been having a lot of issues because the Grammy performance... Didn't go well. Didn't go well. No. She lost all the Grammy. That's when the devil is working, mm. honey. He's just yeah. trying to... But she said... Um, I saw... I think it's from a magazine, but I saw someone did an excerpt on it for Exo Nicole, and she said after the Grammy experience, being nominated five times but losing them all, it just showed her that she just needs to come twice as hard. Just work right. harder and but then she, up. But then there was a rumor that this album, Control, was going to be her last album. She was trying to do a Lauryn Hill situation but mm. honey. She mm. was, um, Speaking yeah, of Lauryn Hill, you know you know she's going on tour now. Yes. But will she be on time? <sighs> well, we did see I where saw we saw. tickets on Groupon. I'm Ooh. just saying. How much were they? $25. Are you serious? Where's she going to be? I think NJ Pack at something? Prudential Center. Prudential Center. Are y'all buying tickets? Because I'm That's disrespectful. If it's $25, I could buy a ticket. I could buy a ticket. Well, where there be seats. If it's general admission and standing only, no. It says standing only. Yeah. No, no, I'm not doing that. Because you know she's going to be late? I don't want to take the damn chance. I've had too many people Hmm. who I know have gone to her concerts have told me that they waited at least at the very least, three and a half hours. Yeah. Okay, some people, that's just ridiculous. Some people said she didn't even show up. Yeah. They literally had like the behind production people or whatever come on stage and said, Lauren so will I not be here. So I just feel like this. If you're going to show up late like that for your fans, that means that your fans don't need to support you. That's why the period. shit's on Groupon. True. Because mm. it's like, let's get the ticket price lower mm-hmm. and then maybe people will be willing we'll to pay because if you pay $75 a ticket and she don't show up and yeah. she don't show up you're gonna be pissed but like, I don't even know if she came out and even made a statement about as to why she did she did she, she did saying? she did like a Facebook when we did the, the episode the one where she said her chakras were not aligned or something? yeah we did an episode um, on then cancel the tour yo just throw the whole tour but maybe tour her away. chakras are in the line now I mean she has a lot of stops she on the tour so tax Money that she needs to pay. So that, that. means she's and I doing said it. That she's doing it for a check. Episode. You're doing it for a check. You're not doing it for your true fans, people that truly love you. Because I could pop in her CD. Do we still listen to CDs? Yeah. Well, I'm yes. old school, so I could pop in Lauren Hill CD and still jam out to every single track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need to see dropped. her. You know what I mean? And then if you're going to come out and like, it's kind of like disrespect because you want to please your fans. Yeah. They're the ones supporting you. And buying the tickets. And if you're going to be three hours late. Why don't you come up with a new little mixtape? Why are you still performing old ass tracks, man? But that's the thing. That's what, and I, this is what I said. They're gems, but come on. Everybody got fucking gems. And this is what like, I said on episode 28, mm-hmm. Nice for What? I said, 
I feel like because of the way the music industry is set up, Lauren Hill does not really want to be a part of that capitalist no. bullshit mm. that the music industry has. Right. So, fine. She's going to go on tour because she has to go on tour because she needs the money to pay back for the tax stuff that she was getting in trouble with. But she's going to do it at her own pace. And her own pace is three hours after the time that she's supposed to go on Because she don't truly want to go on stage. Because she doesn't truly want to do it. So then is it even worth it to go? She's going there for the money. The show's probably not even going to be that good. So I don't understand why she can't just do the music that she wants to do and release it on her own terms. Look at what JoJo did when she was in that whole deal. She was making mixtape after mixtape after mixtape. She couldn't make the money that she needed to to make money off of it. So you know what? I'm going to work with my friends, the people I know. Mm -hmm. Make some music, put a song out there, put an EP out there, put a mixtape out there. Then by the time when she got signed to Atlantic Mm -hmm. and her um, official album came out, people were already still hearing her and ready. for So so I I truly still, I still maintain the stance that I truly don't think Lauryn Hill wants to be a part of this sort of music industry. That's true, because she would still be releasing something on her own. If you truly love the music. I don't maybe, think she trusts it. I don't yeah. think she she I, wants mm. to be a part of it. I blame Wyclef. It's all his fault. It's all his damn fault. Because <laughs> ever since that breakup, honey ain't been the same. Seriously, honey. I blame him. But mm. yes, so wasn't she pregnant with somebody else's child? Yeah. Yes, with Damian Marley. Because I love her. I'm just whispering, Lauren, because I love you. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think she wants to be a part of this industry. Maybe. She just said I think she's just doing it because she has to, but I don't think she really wants to, and that's fine. That's fine, but don't. Don't have your fans. Don't take our pay money, Lauren. So much money. Don't do it. She using she using tour. us now. You yeah. trying to go on tour? Come on now. No, that, and Open that's up not a business. Fair. <laughs> People have lives. People can't wait three and a half hours for you to decide that it's time to go on stage. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah, we paying you money. You that's want our time now. Now imagine when she goes on tour and she does the first day, the first date, and ain't nobody in the crowd. You think she's gonna want to continue? The guarantee this tour is gonna get canceled by at least show four or five. Yeah. You wish, you wish that on her? I don't wish it. But, but if, she, just, if she doesn't yeah. show up and people start word people of mouth. Gonna, but you don't yeah. think with Drake's song out, that's going to, you know, no, no, people no, no, have listen. reminiscing. No. no, people can reminisce all they want, but is she going to do the work? People forget. Yeah. Lauren Hill has one album. One. People forget yeah. that. She and has she's, one. That's amazing. Nobody one. else has that. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. yeah, and that's amazing. She needs to that get recognized that from that. She made this album in the 90s and she can still eat off the same album. album. That's People a fucking that genius. Yeah, she's yes, a genius. genius, but if you are going to go on a miseducation of Lauren Hill tour and not show up, then you're, you're hurting gonna, you're gonna, your fans. You're hurting your I believe, fans and yourself. I believe since she has to pay back all this money with taxes, she's going to be on time. Yeah. You know what I think? I think that she needs to come out with some... Somebody needs to interview her where she really talks about where her head is at right yeah. now before this interview, before the, um, the tour. tour starts. So yeah. people can get a new understanding of who she is today mm-hmm. and where she's at today so they can appreciate where she yeah. is, Maybe what she's... Maybe if she did a, a little bit of press. Maybe Some, with just the, a little bit. With the interviews right. that she would like to right. do, maybe that will help people get a better understanding. Right. And for like two yeah. seconds. Lauren, you're invited to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, y'all really feeling like the Drake... Lauren Hill song like hard body like it goes hard when I first heard it I was telling T when I first heard it I watched the video that's how I watched it Mm -hmm. and Towards the end, I was just like, there's just a lot of sound. Thank you. Going That's how on. I, feel. I can't I focus. Can't. I love much. it. I do love it, but it took me maybe the third try to really love it. The video made me video made me appreciate it a lot more. But the first time I was like, there's a lot of noise. It's too mm. fast. <laughs> it's too it's don't get me wrong. I get a little hyphy, you know what I'm saying? The first yeah. five, ten seconds after that, I'm like, next channel. Like I can't, mm. I gotta switch it because it's just mm. my brain. First of all, I'm 32. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of thoughts in my head. Yeah. You are not that old. We, we right around the corner, girl. I know, I'm not no, old, girl. I ain't got know. an attention span either. I be like, what's, what's yeah, happening? It's just, what I it's gotta just, do yeah. next? It's, it's like an ADHD type yeah, song. Definitely. Just, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I the, said, the lyrics get me. And I think it, yeah, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, it's cool. And then the more I listened to it, the lyrics 
hype me up more yeah. than anything. I think it's yeah. a song that if I'm a date at a date party, I will love it. Hmm. Of course, with like twelve drinks, you know, yeah, absolutely. I'll be jamming to it too, like, mm-hmm. hey. but just driving casually to work, I just can't. You think can't it would have been as impactful without the video? I haven't even seen the video, oh. so yeah, I, I listened to it before the video. I didn't mm. even really. I saw the video, the video first. I saw the video first. Yeah, so everybody has like different experience yeah. with it, but yes, but those are all the albums we have to look forward to to twenty in twenty summer twenty eighteen, and we will be here to review it all. Yes, so I'm absolutely. very excited for that. Mm-hmm. This has been a great episode. It's been our current affairs mm-hmm. episode. We're yes. I hope you guys enjoyed us, and I hope you might have been sipping a mimosa with us mm-hmm. while it was going down. So I would like, like to thank Lisa for joining us and blessing yeah. us oh, with her presence. I had fun. Woo. Yay. 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 Put a hand clap. Drop an encore for me. And I get an encore. Do we get one more? Why we, why we don't know the words? I don't know. That's disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. Yeah, so make sure you guys cop these albums. There's a great time in music. And is there anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up? Oh, well, they can look out for you because you're about to be where? In a few oh, weeks? I'm going to be in Lighten the IG up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so T will be taking over the Instagram stories because this weekend I will be in D.C. covering Broccoli City. So tune into that and it'll be a nice lit time. And who's there? I think Cardi. Cardi's one of the headliners, right? Yes, Cardi's going to be one of the headlines. Uh, Daniel Caesar, Miguel, Migos, her. Definitely. So I'm gonna be live and in person. So if any of y'all out there and you see me moving and bopping around, interviewing y'all, hit a chick up. Hit a chick up, (laughs) (laughs) and you could be featured on our Instagram story. Hey. So see you guys then. I can't wait to talk about that. Also, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I'll be joined with Martez, who's also been a ho- co-host oh, on this show. What he say? What he say when he was on there? Views from the chicks and the dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be with the main dick this weekend. <laughs> I won't have any side that. dicks that weekend. No, 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 one dick that weekend. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. And it has been views from the chicks. It's your girl T, and it's Joey, and it's Quana. We out. And it's Lisa. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.